You are listening to the Less Stress, More Fun Podcast, Episode 11. You are listening to the Less Stress, More Fun Podcast. I'm your host, Certified Coach Lisa Schwaller. I'm here to teach you how to rise above the stress of modern life so that you can focus your energy on what matters most. Listen, the goal is not a perfect, shiny life, but I am interested in helping you create a life that's perfectly suited to you. All right, let's get started. Hello and good evening. Just kidding. I don't know what time it is for you. Good morning or afternoon or evening whenever you're listening to this. Today, I am talking about winter solstice or preparing for the dark times. I joke, good evening. I was going to say good evening. It's two in the afternoon because obviously, if you live in the Northern Hemisphere, as I do, it is the shortest time of the year. The title is a double entendre. It means preparing for the dark times, which we're in the darker times, the shorter days of the year. But also for many people, this is also not our favorite time of year. So this, as this podcast is going out, it is December. The winter solstice in 2021 is on December 21st. And it's at this time of year where I will fully admit to you, my personal anxiety starts to get on a little on alert. Now, since I have started practicing these tools, my response to the shorter days has changed significantly. And part of that is what I'll be talking to you about. But also there's this little, also this sense of dread. My dread, and perhaps some of you can relate, is that, you know, during the holiday season, you know, with Christmas is a big deal in the United States, and a lot of people decorate with holiday lights, and that's all well and good. It's all happy music in the stores, whatever your opinions are about Christmas music. It has a certain peppy quality to it. Everything's lit up and decorated. It feels like everything is a little bit different. And then the decorations come down and oh no, no, no. What happens when the decorations come down in North America? January. That's what happens. Shortest days of the year and no cheery holiday lights unless you're like me and you're like, you know what? I'm a grown up. I can have the holiday tree Stay up until Valentine's Day if I want, because it's nice to have the extra sparkle inside the house. So yeah, winter, not exactly my personal favorite. And I know some people love winter. They love the cooler weather and the snow, and they like being inside. And that's great. Maybe you'll still get something out of this podcast, or maybe you can tell a friend. But this podcast is really for those of us who are like, do I really have to pretend that I'm the same person in January as I am in July? So I'm here on my own podcast to say, I am not, I am not the same person in January that I am in July. The July version of me is like going to light the world on fire and like create all the things. 
I'm going to create amazing things. I'm going to do all the things. I'm going to, it's just, man, I really like July, Lisa. She's outside. It's fun. The weather's great. We, oh, July, Lisa, you feel so far away from me right now. January, Lisa, is like under a blanket, feeling low and wondering why I'm supposed to act like I can still do all the things that I can do in March or September. I mean, let's face it. I know I'm not always going to be July, Lisa. So one of the things that I think is really interesting. So the more I really start, uh, the more I coach people, hundreds of different people about all different things, you start to see patterns. And one pattern that I see is that we have all been asked to participate in a system as if we are robots. You know, there's something about like, well, you know, the industrial revolution happened. You have electricity and hot water. And so we should be able to work, work, work at the same pace all year long. Chop, 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 be productive, be productive. Ugh, productive has kind of become like a swear word to me. Like I want to accomplish things or get things done, but productive. What does that even mean? What does that word mean? And what does it mean to be productive in January? Now, listen, again, maybe you're someone listening to this podcast and you're like, I feel amazing in January. And maybe I think, honestly, this is why people do all the New Year's resolutions is to try to inject some sort of air quote, motivation so that they can feel energized and productive. And we know how resolutions work out. They only last a few weeks, if even that long. For those of you who, like me, have a January version of you, who isn't quite like other times a year versions of you, maybe your experiences as dramatic. And I know, quite honestly, I know there are people who are really, really suffering with seasonal affective disorder. I think even for most of us, we're just, we're pretty seasonal. Our mood fluctuates this time of year. We have less daylight. We're mammals. We get vitamin D from hanging out in the outside. Maybe we aren't supposed to be as productive this time of year, however you decide that to be. I like to remind myself on a regular basis that I am a mammal. I am no different than a bear. I am not much different than a tree. And deciduous trees don't have leaves in January. They are hunkered down until spring comes to liberate us from our drippiness, from our hibernation, from our inward energy from working off stored fuel instead of creating, right? Trees go through this beautiful cycle. How much do you love like a tree that's like blooming and then in the summer, that summery green, and then the leaves are lost in the fall. And then the tree in the winter, it's just like, hey, me, I'm just, I'm hanging out using stored energy the leaves aren't out. Don't ask me to do a whole lot right now. I'm just kind of hanging in there till we get a little more daylight, right? Why are, Why do we expect so much different from ourselves? 
So for all of you who maybe, like me, feel a little bit of the winter blues or worse, this podcast is for you. So I want to talk about three things today. One is, how can you nurture your body and your health? How can you nurture your mind and your soul? And how can you adjust your expectations for what you should be doing this time of year? Or basically shifting for the seasons. So how do you nurture your body and your health? I think this time of year, if you're feeling a little droopy, it is more important than ever to go back to the basics. Try to get whatever sunshine you can. Try to sleep when you need to sleep. Like if you need to adjust your cycle to get a little bit more sunshine that, I mean, there's gazillion, gazillion amounts of research coming out now about the importance to humans of circadian rhythm, which are set by light because again, we're mammals. I know, I know all of the corporate structures and industrial revolution would like to think we're robots, but we're not, we're not robots. We're mammals and mammals need sun to function like normal mammals. So get some sunshine. Eat plant-based seasonal foods. This time of year, when you're feeling crummy, I mean, raise your hand. I know it's a podcast, but you know, mentally raise your hand. I'm raising my hand. If when you're feeling kind of blue, you want to eat comfort foods, which may not be the foods that nourish your body the best. Maybe this time of year, when you're feeling low, when you're feeling a little lower energy, your mood's lower, focus your body on getting the maximum amount of nutrition. And it could be warm foods. My third little suggestion for this one is manage your temperature. If you need to to get warm, get warm. If you want to eat warm foods, eat warm foods. Don't ignore your intuition as you're doing what you can to nourish your body and your health in this winter dark times. All right, next, managing your mind and your soul. Manage your expectations, or more specifically, just decide. Decide what you're going to expect from yourself this time of year. For me, a lot, a lot changed when I realized, oh, I am a mammal. I am a seasonal critter. And I I do better when I just plan. Well, I just plan in advance and I set, I just decide what am I going to expect myself to do in January. In January, I make different adjustments and I manage my expectations. So I nourish my mind and my soul by just deciding in advance that I am going to do what I've decided to do and I am going to be kind to myself. This is such a woo-woo-y, coachy thing to say, but the nicer we are to ourselves, like the more we honor and treat ourselves with love and respect, That is like a game-changing move, people. It is the ultimate badass power move, is to treat yourself like your favorite person. I say all the time, you are the only character in every scene of the movie. Do you like that character? Love yourself. Manage your expectations. Know what you're going to commit to in January and what you're going to say no to, and don't beat up on yourself 
if your energy is a little low, oh man, that would made it the worst. I would just, I would charge into January and be like, I'm going to rule the world. And then by like the end of January, middle of, of February, I was in a pit of despair. It was not, it was not great. And in fact, one year um, there was an NPR story on Feb. I'm going to try to find it and I'll link it up in the show notes. Feb, And it's like, how basically this time of year that we're coming into, it sucks. So don't make it suck worse by being mean to yourself for thinking it sucks. Decide how you want to balance your energy going out compared to energy coming or staying in. You are a tree. What does the tree need in January? Let's decide that in advance. Number three, rituals for season changes. So just observe yourself. Do you want to look at yourself as a seasonal person? I I did. I made this decision a couple of years ago, changed my life, changed my whole life to see myself as like, oh, I'm a seasonal person. There are times of the year where I feel really creative and I like to write and I will sit in Canva for hours making worksheets and giggle. Like I giggle, this is so awesome. This is going to be, I can't wait to share this. Like I'm very creative, but that's kind of a, a me time. There are times of the year or seasons where I want to talk to all the people and go do all the things. And I just started to notice that there were these windows of time where maybe I felt a little bit more like learning. There are times a year where I just want to learn more than others where I want to engage with people more than others, where I want to be in person with people more than others. And once I started to see like, oh, there's kind of some patterns. Here's the thing. You can work with the patterns you have. You can fight the patterns you have, or you can even just change the patterns you have, but on purpose and from a loving place. Back to the loving place. Look at yourself. Look at like kind of your history of that. And then compare it to what would you like when you think about January? What do you want to have happen during that season? January, February, March, just kind of have fun noodling on uh, what, what it would be like if you took a seasonal approach to your life. I think it's really profound. And in fact, that leads me right to homework for this week. Your homework, Coach Lisa's homework is journal your top three to five observations about how you experience each season. Start with winter if you'd like, or start with another season, but winter, spring, summer, and autumn. Three to five observations about how you experience each season. It could be things you like to do, things you tend to avoid, patterns that you notice. Just get curious. Reflect on that. Note what works well for you in the winter and what tends to cause more stress in your life. Ask yourself, is this something I'd like to change? And if it is something you want to change, how can you make a small change to the way you want to show up seasonally? In the show notes this week, I'm going to link to a couple of resources. One is the um, National Institute of Mental Health's Seasonal Affective Disorder resource sheet. So there's a link to that in the show notes. And a little article about how wintertime affects our eating habits. I thought that was fascinating. 
one thing that I think just kind of as a side note, I think it's really kind of uh, miraculous slash super weird that you can go into the grocery store and find seasonal foods all year long when even just like 10, 15, 20 years ago, that wasn't the case. You got peaches in July because it was peach season. You got squash in November because it was squash season. So getting curious, like maybe there's something to like eating seasonally, eating habits seasonally. Um, just be curious about that. As with everything, my recipe for minimizing your stress and having a heck of a lot more fun in your life is just to start with playful curiosity. So with that, to anyone else who is like, yay, December's so fun and it's followed by, oh no, are we going to do January again? Oh, do we have to? If you kind of feel like that, I feel you, I see you, you go ahead, you write me a note podcast at lisaschwaller.com. I am happy to support you, even if it's just like kind of like a, like a high five electronically and take care of yourself because spring will come and the longer days will be here and soon we'll be back to our July selves before we even know it. So make January what you want it to be. And maybe this will boost you a little bit to prepare in advance for the dark times. Thanks for listening to the podcast. If you're enjoying what you're learning here, I'd love to have you as a member of my Less Stress, More Fun podcast community on Facebook. Join me there to continue the conversation from the show, plus get access to things I share only with community members. It's been so much fun spending time with you today, and I'll talk to you next week. Next week.